Tubals in a China Shop is brought to you by these great companies that are giving us money to let you listen to their stuff. Bullshit, Kyle. We make this show. We make this show. You and me. Tubals in a China Shop is brought to you by us. <laughs> Someone's got to pay the bills, Dan, because it's not our trading. <laughs> <laughs> All right, roll them. You are listening to an entertainment program put together by a company called Financial Ineptitude. Anything said on this show is not an endorsement or professional advice. Would you really want to tell a court of law you were suing us because you thought taking financial advice from two idiots on a podcast put out by Financial Ineptitude was a good idea? Really? Clown hat smiley face. Hello and welcome to the China Shop. I'm Shopkeeper Dan and with me as always is Kyle, creator of FinancialIneptitude.com. How are you doing today, Kyle? Doing good. It's a new year. Start fresh. Forget all those shitty losses at the end of the year. <laughs> what happens in 2020 stays in 2020. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> That'd be our motto. <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> what happened last week stays last week. Inle- unless uh, it was a big win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we can keep pumping those. Did you have a good New Year's? To be honest with you, I think I was asleep at 11. I didn't even bother trying to stay up for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, the market was closed the next day, so there was nothing worth going to bed early for. No, th- there's nothing really worth staying up for either. <laughs> I think we actually lost internet. That was the highlight of our uh, our New Year's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we all had to actually talk to each other. Oh, that's, that's always hard. <laughs> all right. How you feeling, Dan? No. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, I'm feeling physically fine. I did get a positive COVID result, and I am quarantined here in uh, uh, the, here in the China shop. I'm not leaving uh, for until January something twelfth. I don't know. And just so uh, just so our viewers know too, uh, I record this in Illinois. You're in Arizona, so we we do this remotely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not uh, putting Kyle at risk. Though, sadly, uh, there is an interview that I had scheduled this Sunday with a friend of mine who stock trades that uh, I will not be able to record because of my illness. Uh, apparently, he doesn't want to come uh, even socially distance himself. Uh, I don't blame him. I don't blame we, him. we canceled That's it. That's kind of the shame, though, because I was looking forward to hearing what some of his strategies were. Maybe we can set something up uh, remotely with him. We, yeah, we, and, and we will. We will. We've got actually a couple now in the works. Uh, as soon as I have the equipment, uh, we'll be we'll be getting those interviews and guests um, on the show. Anyway, yeah. moving on. Well, speaking of the the positive test you got there, is that why the uh, the bonus episode's been delayed? <laughs> yes, yes, we'll say that's why the bonus episode was delayed. <laughs> yes, it has nothing to do with VR Skyrim. <laughs> oh, nothing to do, nothing to do with the fact that I spent. A good 10 hours setting up my Oculus Quest to be able to play Skyrim VR remotely streamed from my gaming <laughs> laptop it has nothing to do with that. I've been sick and in bed, wallowing in pain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I've been a real professional this week, that's for sure. All right, folks, come on into the shop with us today. Sit back, relax, and rage against the stock market machine. Welcome to any new listeners just joining us. Uh, here on the show, we uh, we like to talk about the what's driving the markets, what's driving our personal interest, what strategies we've got going on to try and maximize those gains and cut those losses. Uh, we got a suspenseful, flurried, delirious show for you today, and lots of market-moving news, plenty of stocks on the radar, and more options than a mouse at Disneyland. Ooh. <laughs> Wait, how many options do they have? It's kind of only one. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I mean, you could be Mickey Mouse, or you could be married to Mickey Mouse. Uh, oh, I'm well, not sure that's... that's people in a mouse costume. If you're an actual mouse at Disneyland, everybody wants your photo. Uh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. How about, how about more options than the total fucks a honey badger doesn't give? Ooh, ooh, yeah. Roll with that one. <laughs> Oh, all right. As always, reach out to us, folks. We love your messages and comments on Twitter, Facebook, all the social medias. If you're old school, you can send us an email, bulls at financialneptitude.com. Or maybe you want to just give us a phone call. Leave us a message at 725-22-BULLS. 
You know, we love it when you reach out, give us your hot stock tips. Maybe you're crying about following our bet picks from last week. Doesn't matter. We love it when you reach out. Speaking of which, bet picks last week, Kyle, I think, uh, I think yeah. I'm, I'm to quote a, a TV show, The Biggest Loser. Yeah, I think it was a losing all the way around, though. So, yeah. Thank goodness for those stop losses. <laughs> Ooh, okay, so yes, yes, both Kyle and I picked stocks that triggered 15% stop losses. And uh, those picks were Blink Energy and Fuel Cell, BLNK and F-Cell. We'll start with my pick because I had the biggest movement. Yeah, I'm so proud of how far this dropped. Uh, <laughs> Blink <laughs> opened the week at 53.29. It ended the week at 42.75 oh, uh. for, for, for a 20% loss, uh, moving my grand total for December down to $281.46 for almost 50% oh. losses, which, uh, yeah, oh. I'm so great at this. Uh, December really <laughs> proves that. Uh, your, your, your pick, Kyle, F-Cell, went from $13.08, yeah. ended the week at $11.17 for, for actually ending the week at a 15% loss. It actually bottomed out even worse than that too. It was down it, around ten fifty at one point. Yeah, yeah. Late Tuesday, early Wednesday, it whew, it it had already triggered the stop loss. Uh, so you know that ends up December. Wow. Uh, uh, I'd like to point out that Kyle, your your ultimate total uh, was down at five hundred four dollars thirty two cents. So if we hadn't made that side bet, <laughs> you'd be at four fifty four thirty two, and I'd still be above three hundred. I uh, I actually don't even feel good about giving you any consequences for this month because we both did so poorly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, m- moving forward, I'm more than willing to accept that uh, in order to to enact consequences on the loser, you have to have actually turned a profit. <laughs> yeah, I think that seems fair. <laughs> <laughs> oh whew. yeah good stuff folks good stuff stay tuned to the end of the episode we got another bet and you don't want to miss these picks because we couldn't possibly pick losers again could we no that's not how this game works <laughs> uh, uh it's a new year it's a new year it's a new year speaking of new things how about the news well it's all for the money Tune to the show, need a good story, so my margin grows, I won't you listen to all our news. You might learn some things with the China Shop Market News. Uh, what, what, what's your, your big story about the, the, the what was it, we, we've been talking about it so much, I can't even remember what it is, Stim something? Stim, oh, Stim, Stim Packs? It's done, it's done. Stimulus is to talk over. About anymore. <laughs> it's been signed. Um, Trump finally signed it. Uh, he tried to make a push to get those two thousand dollar checks out to everybody. The House passed it. Uh, the Senate did not, uh, as was expected. Yep. But at least the uh, the six hundred dollar checks and the um, unemployment. Um, God, what was that? The stipend, I guess you can call it. The yeah, all that's yeah. been extended. So. Um, hey, I already got I'm my sure check. We'll see. Did you really? Yeah, yeah. It was direct deposited huh. on uh, Thursday. Really? Yeah. I did not. Sorry. <laughs> no, Wednesday. Yeah, it was direct deposited Wednesday night. I checked my account and it was there. Ah, so you got money to uh, to burn then? What are you going to put it into? Ooh, I actually have left it in my bank account because. Uh, <laughs> My my paycheck is is going to be adversely affected by me not working. All right. Um, let's see. What else? What do you got, Dan? One of the stories that really caught my eye this week was the China telecom uh, delistings. The New York Stock Exchange has announced that, uh, based on on the law that Trump signed in November, they are going to go ahead and start the process to delist three. Chinese telecom companies. I have the list somewhere. Okay, they're going to delist China Telecom Corp., China Mobile Limited, and China Unicom Hong Kong Limited. Huh. 
I thought they were supposed to get three years to uh, to comply with our standards. How come these ones got singled out? Because the 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 State Department has determined that these companies are directly tied to the Chinese military. Oh, that's right. Uh, which makes makes them uh, special in that, uh, yeah, we we can't buy and trade them any longer. They're possibly suspended as soon as January 7th or as late as January 11th. So it is coming up quick. Right. <laughs> if you own any shares in, in those companies, I'm sorry. I doubt they'll give you any compensation. I know some of these companies are listed on foreign exchanges. I don't know how to get an account on a foreign stock exchange, but you might still own the security, but uh, not through the NYSE. Well, um, if it's through something like TD Ameritrade, um, you can trade like over the counters and other things that aren't traded on um the actual exchanges yeah so like my the cresco labs stock that i own is not actually traded on like the new york stock exchange so it's subject to like a six dollar trading fee every time i try to buy Mm. or sell it but it is something i can still actually trade i imagine they would go over the counter but but then again this is from a government regulation so it may become in fact against the law to trade them on american exchanges um yeah i'm not sure what the actual implications of that would be yeah that'll be interesting to find Somebody out Somebody knows let us know yeah. yeah right china has announced that they or i should say they vowed to respond to the delisting of those uh, uh companies uh, the Ministry of Commerce said in a statement that China will take necessary measures to resolutely safeguard the legitimate rights and interests of Chinese enterprises. So, mm. Mm. strong words. Strong words, right? You know, there are a lot of Chinese companies that I enjoy investing in and, and have seen money from. Uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of JKS, Jinko Solar, uh, Neo, the electric car maker. Uh, I'm, mm. I'm. Part of me feels feels a little hesitant and cautious to keep holding any Chinese companies because apparently the Biden uh, administration, incoming administration, has signaled they're not going to change course on this stuff. That that they're going to keep it going. So so right. things aren't going to get better. They're, they're, at best, they will stay the same, and as China's just vowed, staying the same is they're about to do something that, I don't know, who knows? Who knows? It could be anything, but they're about to do something, and it will probably be bad for trade relations. So, so I'm, <laughs> I'm a little hesitant. Like, I've got some Neo shares. I'm, I'm starting to think, like, do I, wanna, do I really want to be holding these? Maybe that's why they keep uh, picking on Jack Ma. <laughs> <laughs> but to, to scare off American investors? Yeah. There's so many American <laughs> investors invested in Alibaba that they're trying to tank the stock. <laughs> you get, get them to sell. <laughs> Speaking of. Yeah. Let's see here. I got a Wall Street Journal article here that's saying that uh, uh, Chinese regulators signaled a major change in their posture towards e-commerce, behemoth, and financial affiliate Ant Group. Uh, the shares tumbled further 8% on Monday after China's central bank released a harshly worded statement Sunday criticizing their business practices and instructing the financial tech giant to shift its focus back to its mainstay and less lucrative digital payments business. Translate that for me. Um, basically, they're telling uh, Ant that I think they're trying to get them out of like the lending business. I think they're trying to get them to stay more in their like PayPal type uh, model that they had. Mm. And tell them to get out of like the financial, other financial services that typical banks do. Now, I did see an article saying that Ant is uh, offered to run their company like a financial institution, and it did seem like the stocks uh, bounced back uh, after that statement had come out. But that was also around the same time that Alibaba announced an increase to their share repurchase program up to ten billion dollars over the next couple of years. So mm. I'm not sure which of those two was actually driving that. But this came out on Monday, and then a few days later, Ant. Uh, came out with their news saying that they're going to treat themselves like an actual bank, more or less. So I'm hoping that maybe that's all done now, but I don't know. Hmm. Like I said, there seems to be a big target on Jack Ma. I think until he actually leaves that company, it's not going to be worth messing around with it anymore. Yeah, yeah. Well, I can't imagine uh, a, a setup like they have over in China. Like the financial regulators would be comfortable with a company like Ant that is is not... Like they they can't pull the levers 
as as Ant was originally imagined, they would not have been able to pull levers and, and control how the lending was mm-hmm. happening. And that's that's one of the ways that they manage their economy on a macro scale is that the government is able to affect all banks at once. Right. Uh, so so I, 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 to me, it makes sense that, that, uh, that if Ant is going to go forward, that they, they're going to go forward as just another bank that the Chinese government can call up and say, hey, do this. Do that. Okay. Well, Jack Ma did say that the the government can have any piece of that that they wanted. So it's like they want the whole thing then. <laughs> we'll take it all. <laughs> oh. uh, well, uh, I just heard Bitcoin topped $30,000 a coin for the first time. Saw that too. And I also saw that some of the futures... Uh, that you can, or the the contracts or bets that you can make on it have gone. I think we covered the hundred thousand. Yeah. I think recently I've seen that there was a hundred and twenty thousand and a hundred and forty thousand dollar call options wow. on it now. Did you did you see the prices for any of them? I'm really interested. No, I'm not sure where to even get those because I don't think they have them on TD Ameritrade. I'll do a quick search while you're talking about your yeah. story there. Yeah. So so this thing grew. It, I mean, it just passed uh, twenty thousand in the beginning of December. Which means it's gone up fifty percent in a month. That's that's wild. But it it does make some sense in that 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 industry money and institution money has started accepting Bitcoin as as a thing that's not going away and and a thing that does have value. So we've seen some big money moving into it. Uh, that's going to drive up the price because Bitcoins. Uh, I'm not I'm not entirely certain, but I don't think they're making new Bitcoins. There's not like Bitcoin inflation going on um there kind of is in the fact that okay so the way a bitcoin is produced is it's like mined from like a a bunch of computer algorithms working Mm. to like solve a complex puzzle and the more that are found the fewer that are left to find and it gets uh, harder and harder to find them more of them so there's still more out there. It's just it takes a lot more resources now to actually like mine another one. Uh, but they, they, there is a ceiling though. There, there's only so many to mine. Yeah, eventually they will run out. Okay, so so there is only 21 million bitcoins in the market. So they've only and they've only found 18.5 million. So they've got uh, two and a half million left uh, to mine. There's only 21 million total, and instead of making new bitcoin they just keep chopping it up into smaller and smaller pieces like you, right. you, you can buy a fraction of a bitcoin yeah and plus when you when you actually mine one like everybody who's part of like the group that determines it they all receive a fractional piece of that bitcoin whoever was involved in the actual solving of that uh, i don't even know what term to use yeah the the blockchain processing whoever finishes the the task in the blockchain get, Man, if i knew we were going to talk this much about it i would have looked actually did some research <laughs> <laughs> well, well well we'll do your research because we'll talk about it again maybe maybe we'll get a crypto uh segment going because i definitely am i in like i need to buy a little bit of bitcoin and see what it does uh but it 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 does it has traditionally seen some real big pullbacks from these giant run ups so i'm watching it i mean it just topped thirty thousand. i'm gonna wait for, for a dip to to move in just like any other stock uh i i think i think we'll hit uh we'll see a we'll see a pullback just as we do, like Blink Energy. I mean, it had when we were. You were just reminding me before the show, like when when it first went on my list, it was at like thirty six, went all the way up to fifty. Now it's dropped back down to around forty. Well, guess what? That's still an mm-hmm. ama- amazing run. And and now that I'm saying that out loud, all of a sudden I want to get back into Blink Energy. And the tattoo I have on my <laughs> hand says not to. Uh, <laughs> So so yeah, I'm uh, Bitcoin just past thirty thousand. They they keep getting new options for larger amounts. Definitely something to watch. Uh, the fact that they're only twenty one million and they're not making new ones lets me leads me to believe that uh, the value will only go up uh, for 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 at least now. I don't I don't know if the bottom could fall out of the market now that institutional money is is, is moving in there. Um, that should stabilize it more, but historically that thing has been so volatile. Uh, I don't know. Yep. Like I've been afraid of it. If it 
drops like half its value, then maybe I'll think about moving some in there just to try to take advantage of a, a rebound. It it dropped yeah. uh like eighty five percent in twenty seventeen. Oh, uh, yeah, 2017, it, it, it uh, had a big run-up in price and then followed by an 83% route. Yeah, so, so li- like I said, I'm, I'm going to be watching. Now that it's broke 30 grand, I'm watching for a, a dip. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, if it, if it drops 83% again, uh, somebody, it, you know, whoever buys in now is going to be really, really unhappy. Yeah. Uh, kidding. I'm kicking myself. <laughs> I had a friend back in 2009, like, it was, it was at $250, $300 a coin. He was like, you should really get some. Uh, I am confident that he is a millionaire, by the way. Yeah. Wish you would have told me that. <laughs> well, you know, I'm, I'm over at Buddy's apartment in 2009. We're, we're, we're looking at, he showed me, uh, you know, Onion Tour web clients and, and, you know, the dark web. And he's like, check out the dark web. And I'm like, ah, oh, this is awesome. And he's like, Bitcoin, Bitcoin, Bitcoin. And we're drinking and we're smoking weed. I didn't, did not occur to me to be like, leave and be like, I should call Kyle and tell him about Bitcoin. Nah, you know, I was, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I am kicking myself. If I bought two of them, yeah, no <laughs> I could buy a Tesla. <laughs> um, anyway, that, those are, those are my, my news stories. All right. Uh, I had one more thing that I wanted to just talk about real quick. Um, and that's uh, just a, a, a market segment that we should be looking at going into the future. This isn't really news per se. This probably more belongs in the stock section. I don't know. What do you think? Should we uh, just play the music and then I can bring it up then? I, I think, yeah, I think, I think that's a great segue. Let's, uh, let's talk about some stocks. Uh, but first, I'd like to take a moment to talk about Two Bulls in a China Shop being brought to you by the lovely Sue Pullen at Fairway Independent Mortgage and Equal Housing Lender. Uh, I've known Sue for, for so, so long, and she's just the greatest lady. And she's there, a certified mortgage advisor, focusing on finding the right product for you and your needs. And uh, she's there in your corner to help you out with any uh, mortgage stuff you, you might possibly imagine uh, purchasing, refinancing, reverse mortgage. She can help you. Uh, she's got over 20 years of experience, licensed in 25 states and growing. Uh, so reach out and see, see, uh, see what, what you can have happen. You know, uh, you already got a house. Maybe, maybe refinance it. Save, save a couple percentage points. I don't know. You got to reach out to her to find out. Uh, that email is spullen at fairwaymc.com. S. Pullen, S-P-U-L-L-E-N, at fairwaymc.com. Just reach out, give her an email, see what happens. Fairway Independent Mortgage has an MLS number of 2289. Sue Pullen has an MLS number of 206048. And that email, once again, is spullen at fairwaymc.com for all your mortgage needs. And she's sticking with us even after uh, the last couple of picks (laughs) I gave her. (laughs) Yes, I yes. I told her for the new year. I told her Jumia and Bed Bath & Beyond. So let's see if I can redeem myself. <laughs> <laughs> Should have told her Activision. That's the one. <laughs> I don't make recommendations to her. We don't, we don't want to... We don't want to completely, you know, scare away and never have her talk to us again. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Let's uh, let's let's hear about some stocks. Just put those stock tickers on the list. Go through the charts so nothing gets missed. Today's trades they could all turn to gold. I'm playing stocks till I'm out of the hole. All right. So uh, the one thing I was looking at, uh, we talked a little bit about sector rotation. And that's, uh, I probably should have pulled up a definition for that so I could actually talk about it coherently. But basically, that's uh, the market goes through phases. The business cycle. Um, the, yeah, there's, it's a cyclical in nature. And then there's certain segments that do well at different points. And then when uh, the market kind of shifts or turns a corner or goes through a different portion of that cyclical area, different sectors of the market do better, right? So uh, we're coming to the point now where consumer discretionaries are probably going to be what you want to start looking at a little closer right now. Um, basically, we're going into uh, what you consider an economic recovery, and those consumer staples are what tends to do really well during this phase of uh, the business cycle. So that includes things like Costco, Walmart, Amazon, Home Depot, um, 
but as big as those ones are, I'm not really looking so much at those. Um, things like Home Depot, those I said, it's you're probably better off going to be looking smaller. And I'm looking through this uh, this write up here. One of the ones that he's highlighting is Yeti and Five Below, two uh, two companies that make very specialized things. Um, but I guess Yeti's more specialized. Five Below is more just a retailer of knickknacks. Five Five Below's been hitting fifty two week highs. But yeah, both of those have been surging already. I think uh, something like Coleman's might be a good one, just from the idea they had on Yeti. Um, it points out that uh, consumers are thinking that camping trips are going to be a top choice when travel re- uh, reopens. Uh, if that's the case, then like the people who make coolers and our other camping equipment, I think Coleman's is one of those. They make those camp stoves and and other other things. I think that those are probably going to be a pretty good bet for having a good year this year, if that's the case. Um, I don't know. Can you think of anything else? Those are also good companies to watch for their uh, their first quarter, or I should say their whatever quarter they're in at the beginning of 2021. Their earnings, uh, they should see some spikes. I don't know if it'd be as soon as this quarter. I think you're looking at like next quarter. I think you need to start seeing some more things open up first. I mean, mm. we're talking uh, not until like fall until we get like 70% of the population vaccinated. So Ooh. it might be half a year before. Those okay. things really start to take off, but it's never too early to start looking for deals on them. I know uh, one of one of the stocks, one of the only new stock that I wanted to talk about uh, that that isn't something I've already been mentioning. Uh, Sony S N E. They've been hitting fifty two mm. week highs. They've been on a really solid run, and with their the new P S five coming out and the the tweaks to their subscription stuff, uh, I especially with the market cycling over to or sorry market rotation moving over to consumer cyclicals uh they are consumer cyclical and uh they're they're something i have my eye on uh they just broke 100 for the first time that's a good point uh, yeah they may not see their profits yet but if the major institutions are already starting to roll their money over from you know tech heavy things or whatever they've been in this past you know six months or to a yeah. year yeah, um, that's going to be driving the price more than earnings or anything else right now. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I did with stocks this week was I bet heavy. I I, I really did. I bought heavy into our bets, and they both went oh. down. I saw the worst trading days of my life. Uh, in in fact, <laughs> at one point, I think I was texting you like, "I have to sell everything in my portfolio because I just hit my fifteen percent stop loss." For all my portfolio, like if you if we were to look at your portfolio as a stock, I'm like, well, there's my 15% stock loss, stop loss, sell, Ooh. sell, sell, get out. But most of those were day trades, so you couldn't, <laughs> you know, that was a rough day. day. Yeah, 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 that's right, that's right. So I couldn't, because I just bought into them in the morning, the end of Monday, Monday got bloody. Uh, Tuesday, I was like, well, what if they rebound? And I didn't sell right away, and they did, they went down some more. Uh, I should have I gotten like really stubborn and, and bought more when they both bottomed out because they both saw a little bit of a dead cat bounce. They both, you know, they, they, they're yeah. up from their, their, their bottom. But uh, no, I sold out, moved on. Uh, I, did, I did manage to pick up some Neo at uh, just under 45. That felt good. That's the only good thing I did for the week. I was looking at F-Cell when it was uh, around 10.50 and almost bought some into it. But then I didn't have any money in my account. Yeah. <laughs> all tied up on some stupid <laughs> options that I bought. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. The only move that I made last week uh, was getting rid of my Alibaba shares. I finally sold those out, um, and then I rolled all of that into Jumia. I think that's a good move. So I'm going heavy on that one. I think it's a good move. Uh, Jumia's just saw a dip, and they they seem to be uh, on the just now starting to turn around uh, on, th- on Thursday. We were talking about this before we started recording, but if you look at their three-month chart, you can see two distinct like 10% pullbacks um, since November 2nd, and each of those were immediately followed by a two-week run where they almost uh, you know doubled the pullback amount. Yeah, um, I don't know why they're being easier. so focused on, but they get a lot of great press in the investment world, and uh, that, that, that's only going to help long-term. Uh, I, I think moving from Alibaba and Jumia is a very solid move. Uh, I'm looking at uh, Gene Munsters. Uh, he wrote up a quick thing on Benzinga about why he 
really likes uh, Jumia. Um, he's saying that buying a stock like this for a few weeks could be very dangerous because the stock's massive gains means it can drop 25% in value even after reporting their uh, somewhat positive earnings. But he's recommending that investors wait for a pullback before buying the stock. Well, this came out, um, I think, about a day or so ago. Uh, to me, it's already in a pullback. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was almost at $50 a share, and it dropped below 40 Yeah. Like, I don't know how much more of a pullback you can get there. That was about a 25% drop right there. Yeah, yeah. So maybe this is an older article than I think it is, but it said it was released... Uh, uh, well, he he like may have ago when I was looking at it. He may have written it a week ago and it just got published. You know, uh, December thirty first. Okay, so this came out December thirty first, last trading day. Um, doesn't say. It's supposed to explain his reasoning for why he likes it, but it doesn't really say anything in there about it. <laughs> just that he does. Basically, all he's saying is that it's the largest e-commerce company in Africa and should ultimately be valued at. Uh, more than just $3.5 billion, which is about where it's at uh, as of the 31st. Yeah. It's further upside potential in the long term as it continues to build out its infrastructure. So when the stock was trading the single digits, it didn't pass the sniff test. Uh, and then he said that the company deserves credit for doing a great job of navigating through the COVID-19 pandemic. Well, that, I think that the pandemic was one of the things that accelerated their ability to grow as people oh, became yes, more sure. reliant on, on internet shopping. Yes. Yeah. And I really liked what you were saying. I mean, you convinced me uh, on these last calls when you started talking about their market saturation and yeah. how much more market share they stand to gain. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like uh, uh, if we were talking brick and mortar stores, you know, McDonald's, they, where, where are they going to grow unless it's a new town that's growing? But you get some right. new burger chain that only has six locations. Well, guess what? They've got everywhere to grow. That's that's Jumi and Africa. Now imagine, imagine that they've got six locations in a market where that has no burger places at all. Right, and that's what you got with Jumia. <laughs> right, 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 right. There is no other McDonald's there. It's just them, and, yeah. and everybody loves their burgers. Yeah. Woo woo. <laughs> Do we have any upcoming earnings? Yes, uh, we mentioned Carnival. I think two weeks ago, and they never actually reported their earnings. Secret earnings. So it looks like they'll be reporting Monday. We'll see if that actually happens on the 4th. Bed Bath & Beyond and Walgreens both report on the 7th. Um, Those were the the major ones. Uh, We're starting to get into that period again where we start seeing a lot of earnings coming hot and heavy. But we've got a couple more weeks before we get to that point. I don't think those are confirmed yet, but hopefully they are. Uh, more solid than the uh, the carnival <laughs> dates they put out, right? Because that's going to affect uh, some of my strategies here. If it's not, do you think that a company that keeps moving its earnings, uh, what do you think causes them to do that? Like accounting delays, or are they trying to get more days in the quarter? No, they can't get more days in the quarter. It 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 could be that they just haven't finished the paperwork on it. More than likely, though, it's just they haven't actually said when they're going to have it ready. Uh, and the news companies are just saying, uh, guessing based on the previous releases when it should be out. It it's a lot more fun in my head if I think of it as like, how are we going to explain these terrible earnings? What's the spin? And they're all sitting in a room trying to <laughs> figure <laughs> figure out how to sugarcoat their bad call. <laughs> just turn the chart upside down. All right. Well, that's all, all right. I really had on stocks. Yeah, I didn't really have a whole lot either. All right. Shall we move on to talk about some options? Let's hear some country music. You got to know when to hold them. Know when to sold them. Know when to walk away. Those calls are done. You never count your money. When you're holding on the contracts, there'll be time enough for counting. When the options exercise. <laughs> Actually, it's not country, is it? It's it technically kind of country. country. It's the, the Gambler's a country song. Is it really? Yeah, technically. Huh. Anyway, I didn't. I didn't do much. I haven't seen any options alerts. I've just been really sweating. And my MJ fifteen dollar calls on the fifteenth. I had one good day this past week where it, the stock, the, the ETF, moved up two and a half percent, and and I was like, woo. Oh, everything's great. And then the next day it moved back down to two and a half percent. Um, it's, 
Uh, I originally started buying these calls when the price was around $15.50. It's now at $14.31, and they are $15 calls. So, uh, I, got, I, got, I got some sweat. I'm sweating again. Uh, I, my options picks are just not my friend. And, 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 and of course, if, if sector rotation means pot is, is, is not moving up anymore, I don't know. I, I hadn't been thinking that that was, could, could happen. At least in the short term, it might not move up. Obviously, in the long term, it, the industry is going to grow and grow and grow. But, yeah, uh, I'm really sweating. I'm really sweating. Um, these these options, I'm at the point now where I'm thinking like, where's my sell point just to make my money back without a loss and 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 just be done with it. I'm kind of in the same boat uh, with some of the other picks that I made. Uh, Virgin Galactic is going to go in nowhere quickly. Mm. Uh, Salesforce ran up to over two thirty briefly before falling off back down to the 220 mark again um what was my other oh bed bath and beyond has been crushing me um i went big into that when i picked it as my bet planning to hold it through their earnings release um still planning on holding it through that earnings release but i'm needing a prayer now it'll run up to about 1930 1940 every now and then but it just closed below 18 now I don't Oof. know what the hell's going on. My Jumia calls are probably no good. I think I'm going to have to write those ones off as a loss. Oh, were they $50? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that's happening mm. in the next two weeks. Yeah. Oof. Well, I guess I feel a little bit better about MJ moving up 60 moving <laughs> moving up 5% <laughs> than Jumia moving up 25%. Right. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. Salesforce, why do you hate me? <laughs> oh, there was some... Uh, oh, God damn it, I should have covered this in the news section. SAP, I saw. They are releasing or spinning off a Qualtrics company. Um, they're planning to file it as an IPO with an up to about $15 billion valuation. SAP's stock has been kind of running up over the last uh, two months. Remember, it bottomed out after... I don't remember what the exact catalyst was, but... Went from like 160 down to below 110. Yeah, and now it's trading at about 130. And if you recall, we were talking about it back in November after it bottomed out because all the insiders were buying it up. Yes, and obviously that's a good sign when insiders are thinking like, "Hey, this is great. I'll take more of that, please." Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe they they had a sense that they might be spinning off this company. Well, I'm sure they knew that that was going to be coming up. But yeah, that could be really good for them. $15 billion. It's something that they had purchased, and now they're spinning it off for more than what they uh, they had bought it for. So obviously that's good. Uh, anything else for options before I go into some options alerts? Uh, no, not for me. I'm anxious to hear these alerts. I have my pen. Yeah. Uh, I wrote down all the ones that were over a million. So there was actually quite a few of these. Normally, uh, the alerts that I'm seeing are in the half million to 250K range. Uh, but yeah, there were some big ones this last week. DocuSign was the biggest at $4.5 million spent on $240 calls uh, that expire in January of 2022. Uh, Neo had a million dollars put on the $40 calls that expire February 19th. Oh, wow. So I think that might be a play on that Neo day. Yeah. Uh, there's a ticker QS, uh, an acquisition company engaged in the development of solid state lithium metal batteries uh service the automotive industry so it's a battery company uh somebody uh put down three million on 25 dollar calls that expire on the 15th of this month uh man 25 dollar calls that thing closed at 84 dollars. maybe i misread that maybe that was 125 and that stock has been on a tear uh no- middle of november is trading below 20 it looks like it peaked at over 125 and it's now at 84. Oh, wow. They bought $25 calls or $125 calls? It was $25 calls, man. They, these things were expensive. What's interesting about that one is there's three open contracts uh, before somebody bought 500 of them, and then a bunch of other people started buying them after that. So there was about 5,500 contracts bought and sold after that alert came out. Oh, wow. Well, yeah, it was a $25 strike price. The contracts were $60.75. So right about where it's at. But interestingly enough, the, look, I'm just looking at the, 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 the stock chart. Uh, if you're going to make the same bet as that investor, now's a really good time to 
to bet that it's moving up because what with the sixty dollar price that and it's at yep. eighty five and they're what twenty five dollar calls yeah yep so that's right at where that's even for them that's probably why you pick that particular uh, price point it probably saw a good spread on the uh, the bid ask mm-hmm. yeah that stock just dropped fourteen percent on Thursday. So, yeah, I might have to keep an eye on that one. Like that one, its stock chart for the last five days looks like it was one of our bet picks. <laughs> right? <laughs> the way it fell. <laughs> $115 down to 80, 84.45. One last one is Intel. There was two alerts for it. There's one uh, $60 calls expiring on the 21st. Uh, someone put about 600000 into that. And then uh, March nineteenth, fifty-two dollars and fifty cent calls. Somebody spent one hundred or one point seven million on those. Oh wow! Uh, I'm not a huge fan of Intel. I'm thinking that might be a hedge. Somebody's selling short and then buying a bunch of calls in order to make sure that in case the price goes up, that they're not going to be fucked. Yeah, they're currently trading. Intel is at uh, forty-nine eighty-two. Yeah, just under fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, March nineteenth, fifty-two fifty. Yeah, that 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 feels like it could be a hedge, uh, especially with all the news that's been coming out. That's just not good for Intel. The fact that Apple's getting into chip making, um, the uh, market share they keep losing to AMD. I can't imagine somebody's making that bet. Yeah, thinking anything good is coming out of Intel. All of their competitors have had. All of their competitors have had such good news lately. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's. Uh, I think that wraps up the options alerts. Hey, what's that sound? <laughs> <laughs> the only yeah, this this will this will definitely reveal a little bit about how my week was. The good for me was that the stimulus was signed and that I got the check in my account. <laughs> my good is that 2020 is over. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right. I contemplated staying awake till midnight just to watch it die. <laughs> uh, what, what's your bad? My bad was I got a positive COVID test and we don't get a guest interview because of it. Oh, that is bad. Oh, and I guess I could die, but I'm actually more disappointed that <laughs> I'm not getting the interview. <laughs> My bad is that you played Skyrim over editing our bonus episode. <laughs> 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 worth it <laughs> oh, oh. I, it's half edited come on it's it's halfway yeah. done yeah it should it should have been out the next day it's not uh it's not hard work oh anyway <laughs> what was what was your ugly um i didn't have one until we started talking and now it's got to be our december bet picks <laughs> my god yeah. yeah uh uh mine is the same because i followed our bet picks with money i think that's our problem i think we need to stop putting money on them yeah we were doing great when when we weren't putting money in our, our actual bet picks it was just a just <laughs> just for the show and it was like yeah. wait wait we we're doing good i better oh yeah yeah oh yeah, I followed those bet picks with money, and I lost a lot. I had my worst day ever of my life that wasn't involved options, but I consider that different. Oh. And you called it, too, last week, if I remember. We talked about the Santa Claus rally. So, yes! so if I lose money this week, that means I'm really bad. <laughs> yes, oh, Lord, that is exactly what I said. And it's true. Uh, uh, I, I've, I never felt lower. Uh, I felt <laughs> really, really terrible. And, and I can't stop. Like, there's no way for me to unhook my emotions from these kinds of things. I've tried. I just gave up, and I, I try to embrace it and just move through the emotions as fast as I can. Uh, it's <laughs> such an emotional game, too. Like, I don't know. Like I said, I have to step up and walk away from it every now and then. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's pretty much what I ended up doing uh, was, yep. was uh, uh, when, I, when I did manage to sell out of the falling positions, uh, I bought... You know, I bought back into Neo and Farfetch and just walked away. I stopped looking at it. It just doesn't matter. I don't care. I feel like Monday we probably should have just bought some S&P calls for a week. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Everything else went up. <laughs> I know, <Ooh>. right? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> well, you know what that brings us to? Ah, uh, my favorite part. Mm-hmm. We got ourselves a new bet. 
center of a universe That for every one of us Consequence for one of us Make our picks with no regret Every open, every close, every spread Is the mighty bear ah, I just love that intro <laughs> all right i think uh we start off with the biggest loser which is me and uh right. i had i had two that i was going to uh, uh choose from but then while we were talking i i, I that qs the quantum scape part of me wants to bet on quantum scape really <laughs> <laughs> just just because it's such a big pullback and and I've been doing so well uh in spotting like okay you're done pulling back I don't know when I, I was just looking at that chart and all I all I could think was well it's gonna go back up over a hundred uh but no no I'm I'm crossing them out uh, and ah uh, I can't decide I, I like neo they're about to have neo day I think there's gonna be a nice lead up to them uh, uh, ever since, uh, Tuesday, they're up like eight, nine percent after, after a dip. So the interest is, is moving back in on the upswing, but then again, sector rotation and fucking Sony is, is hitting new 52 week highs. They just broke a hundred. They're really, they really just seem to be crushing it in, in, a, as, as a, as a consumer product, their new PS5. Uh, people, uh, the ones on lockdown, they're still buying and ordering PlayStation stuff. Uh, it hasn't affected them, but as the lockdown e eases and we get more uh, vaccines out there, uh, I don't think people are going to stop buying Sony products. Uh, mm. uh, but Neo Day, oh, uh, but Sony, all right, all right, Neo, I'm picking Neo. I'm gonna bet on Neo. Right, Neo's got Neo Day is on Saturday though, so if you're picking Neo for Neo Day, I think you got to hold it for two weeks. So that way you you get the uh, the Saturday Monday. Well, uh, the we'll next see. Open. This bet is I'm betting that there is interest moving into Neo the week leading up to Neo Day. Yeah, we'll see next week. Well, oh, are you because we're gonna be doing our call on Neo Day, our next call. Yeah, so you get to see what the news is looking like. Before I make the bet for the next week. Yeah, okay, yeah. all right. I don't want to say <laughs> I'm locked in for two weeks, but I may be locked in for two weeks on Neo. Uh, I got to stick with uh, my guns. The stock that I identified last month, I got to stick with Bed Bath & Beyond. Uh, earnings release is coming up on the 7th. Now that it's actually at a really cheap price, I think it's going to run up to that point. <laughs> Fortunately, I bought it at a much higher price, so now I'm stuck holding on to those. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have to stick with Bed Bath & Beyond. All right, I'm also going to add a new wrinkle into this. Okay. Um, seeing as how we did so terribly last week. Yes. I went to randomstock.net <laughs> and uh, selected the New York Stock Exchange and had it pull a stock and give me a random stock ticker. S-O-L-N is what it came up with. S-O-L-N. Uh, the company's name is the Southern Company. <laughs> I'm thinking if neither of us can beat what S-O-L-N does over the week, then we should probably have some consequences for that too. Mm. Okay. Okay. First of all, I can't believe there is a website for a random stock pick generator. <laughs> I'm really tempted to throw 500 bucks into it just to see what happens. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if it's going to embarrass us, we might as well make some money on it. <laughs> okay, I just looked. The Southern Company gas segment distributes natural gas through natural gas distribution facilities in Illinois, Georgia, Virginia, New Jersey, Florida. Wow. So, so you might even be able to buy gas from them there in Illinois. <laughs> oh, uh, good. That's, uh, uh, yeah. Oil's been hitting really hard, right? Yeah. <laughs> I should be able to beat that. That was a lucky pull. Oh. All right, man. so what do, we, what do you say to this, then? We, we're going to track a random stock each week for this month. If, uh, if the random stock ends up with a higher total than us, then I feel like maybe the listeners should give us some recommendations for some consequences. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely... Yeah, reach out to us, listeners, and... Uh... Let us know what you what you think the consequences should be. No, nothing illegal, please. <laughs> well, I mean, within reason, yes. right? You know. Yes. Yes. <laughs> nothing that's going to get us in trouble. 
are right. canceled. Right. <laughs> Don't call in asking us to do blackface. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, I can't I can't do that. <laughs> no. I can do blue face. I am totally willing to do that. Oh, you're going to blue yourself? <laughs> <laughs> I just blew myself yesterday. <laughs> oh, all right, folks. It's been another wonderful, exciting episode. Thanks for sticking around and listening. You know, we love you. Uh, as always, reach out to us. We love hearing from you. You got to let us know what uh, losing to this bet to SOLN is going to mean. Let us know on Twitter, Facebook, email. Give us a phone call, 725-22-BULLS. Uh, and as always, keep trading, happy trading, and uh, we'll catch you next week. All right, tell your friends, and please rate and subscribe. Bulls in a China Shop is an entertainment program, and all thoughts and opinions expressed in the show belong to the hosts and not of any company. They are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or on any specific security or investment product. It is only intended to provide entertainment about stocks in the financial industry of trading. If you make trades based on what you hear in this show, you assume all risks for those trades. This country was built on a distinctly American work ethic. But today, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and diminished our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make a variety of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more. All made right here in the USA, from growing the cotton and adding the final touches. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs for seamsters, cutters, and factory workers in towns and cities across the United States. And it's about more than an income. Jobs bring pride. Purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20.